And it is the Kerrville Small Business Network Podcast, Episode 18. Already. Uh, yeah, KSBN. And you can find us at KerrvilleNetwork.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, and also Google Podcasts as well, as well as Anchor.com. So uh, make sure you share this podcast out, especially if you know these people that are on the podcast or if something on this somebody on this podcast says something that inspires you or you think that something they can say can help other people make sure you share this podcast out and you can also share the link directly from curvelnetwork.com as well as itunes spotify google podcasts and so on and so forth uh today we have some awesome guests on the podcast you want to go ahead john today we have sunny baker the tattoo maker and zach bliss from santana's uh is it body shop body custom body art in curvel body art and so go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourselves okay well uh, i grew up in curvel I graduated from Ingram in 2006, and uh, I started doing uh, framing and remodeling when I graduated with my dad. I had my own framing and remodeling business ever since I was about 18, and uh, about three years ago, I decided to start uh, tattooing. I started at uh, another damn tattoo studio in Ingram, and I worked there for about nine months with LJ. Yeah. And then I, uh, then I branched off from there and uh, went to Santana's, and I've been there ever since, and um it's what I love to do, man. So, uh, also, Zach, how did how did you get started? Uh, yeah, I grew up in Kerrville and worked as um, a car washer, dishwasher, gas stations, pretty much like every bad job that you can imagine. But I've been drawing since I was about five years old. So finally, I just decided to uh, start using my art skills for something that I enjoy. And I got my apprenticeship with... Uh, well, a different artist at first, but then I started apprenticing with Santana, which is the same time I met Sonny, and we've been working together ever since. So there's an actual process to becoming a licensed Definitely. tattoo artist? You well, not a licensed one. You, you, you can get a license and not even know how to do tattoos, but in order to like show your skills, you have to go through an apprenticeship. Really? And everybody does apprenticeships differently. We were just yeah. talking about this last week, you know, about being a plumber or having mm-hmm. a trade and it, so there's an actual so so what's the process uh the process is different for everyone um everybody does it differently some take two years you know some, some it just depends on how fast you can excel and how good you're doing you know um you just basically you know take care of the shop you watch the your mentor that's teaching you he teaches you and you just slowly progress until he thinks that you're at the point where you uh done your apprenticeship and you're done and then basically he gives you a certificate and uh then you just go from there and it's just something to prove if you ever branch off or anything it's just proof that you've you know went through it and a lot of tattoo artists respect people that have done apprenticeships if you haven't done an apprenticeship you know it's it's kind of hard to get respect you know yeah it's like getting out of a mechanic school and just going straight to uh, starting your own business For sure and there yeah, are there yeah. are good tattoo artists that don't that haven't done apprenticeships you know but uh if you want to you know, be in the industry and have your own shop and have a name, you know, you got to be known for things like that, you know? So after you're done with the apprenticeship, my biggest question for you was, you know, I, I do driveways and, and I can mess up here and there. And, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I, I'll, I'll fix it. Mm -hmm. But with y'all, you are working on a body. You are working on something that somebody's going to have on them the rest of their lives. Yeah. How was it breaking away from apprenticeship? It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, not everybody can do tattooing. It is a lot of pressure. I started tattooing on myself 
And so, like, I did at least, like, 10 or 15 tattoos on myself before I even started trying to tattoo on somebody else just to feel what it feels like. And just, you know, if I messed up, I'd mess up. I thought it was easier to tattoo on yourself than it was somebody else at first, but that's not the case. It's way harder to tattoo on yourself than somebody else because you're feeling the pain. It's it's like a lot of self-discipline to be able to put ink oh, on yourself. Oh, yeah, to sit there. And I've done a lot of yeah. tattoos to myself, and I think it mentally prepared me for tattooing on other people. And then, plus, I grew up in this town, so I have a lot of people that support me. And uh, they would come in and they knew that I was learning still and stuff. But uh, I had a couple good teachers, man. LJ and Santana both are really good teachers. And I had some other people teach me that uh, that uh, don't work at shops and stuff. They're just, you know, artists, well-known artists in Kerrville. And, and uh, they all took the time out to sit down and, and show me their skills and, you know, break it down. Because a lot of some people don't want to teach you their skills, you know. It's like a secret, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is it, some of the artists out there. They don't want everybody doing exactly yeah their art. You know their style yeah. of artwork because they're investing in you if they're teaching you these things. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go back to the framing and remodeling. Mm-hmm. So you were framing and remodeling, and then I mean it's a big change from being tattooing, yeah, from framing and remodeling. Well, it, how did that transpire? Well, I. Uh, I framed houses and did remodeling for a long time. And uh, when you're in the framing and remodeling business, um, a lot of your employees have tattoos. Some of them are even like tattoo artists, you know. And um, on Fridays, we'd go to my house and we'd all chill out. And one of the dudes that worked with us, his name is Mike Queen. uh, He would, you know, be ready to do some tattoos and make some extra money on Fridays. And so we'd uh, throw him some extra money. He'd sit down and start tattooing everybody and just by getting tattooed by him. And I already had a bunch of tattoos before I even started thinking about becoming a tattoo artist, just watching him. I just got real interested in it. It's kind of like a primal aspect of tattooing, you know, like sitting down, like it's like a little powwow, you know? Yeah. And uh, I just got real into it, man. And one day I just thought to myself, man, I think I can do this, dude, just by watching and learning and watching other people. And so I just went and bought me some machines and I started making phone calls to everybody I know. I watched YouTube videos for like two weeks before I even decided to tattoo on myself because I just man. started tattooing on myself at my house. And uh, I did the first one on my leg, man. And I went to work next day and showed everybody like, damn, that's pretty straight lines, pretty good, you know. And so I just <laughs> kept on going from there. I remember one week I did like six tattoos in a matter of like four days on me. I just kept going off. I remember my old lady was getting pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so... The first, let's go to the first person you tattooed. The first person I tattooed um, in a shop, I think, was uh, Lance Jeffers. And uh, I started tattooing on his arm. I did a, uh, it was called a sticker tattoo, and I did it. It was of Goku. The first person I ever tattooed, like, period, his name is uh, Michael Wade. He lives in Ingram. And, uh, we were all talking about tattoos at work one day, and I was like, man, I got machines in my house. Like, let's go tattoo after work. They're like, really, you do? And I was like, yeah. They're like, you done tattoos? I was like, yeah. I didn't tell them I never tattooed on anybody else. I just tattooed <laughs> on myself, you know? <laughs> and so we we, we, sat, we sat down, and I put oh, the stencil man. on him, dude, and I started to, I didn't even have all the right stuff to do it, and I knew it, and I told him that. You know, I was like, but we can make it work. You know, people in prison tattoo with, you know, hardly anything. Yeah. I can make this work. And so uh, I tattooed on him, man, and when we got done, he was like, dang, you did good, bro. And uh, I was like, yeah, that's the first tattoo I've ever done on somebody else. He's like, what? Really? So, yeah. And then after that, they just started gassing me up, man. And then after that, uh, one day at work, they started telling me about the damn tattoo studio and how LJ was going to open it. And they're like, you ought to go holler at him, bro. And so I went up there and just met LJ and told LJ about myself and stuff. And he basically just said, all right, well, uh, start coming up here, you know, 
start hanging out and showing what you can do and stuff and that's usually how it goes too yeah. you start hanging around yeah and it's then, really hard to get in know. with somebody yeah. like that you know you got to know people and i knew lj's old lady pretty good and i told you know ask ask your wife about me and uh, she'll tell you i'm a good guy you know and i'm trustworthy you know and i'm not a thief and you know you can trust me and stuff so he put me to work man me and lj did a lot of stuff together man we had a lot of fun is that That's how awesome. you got in zach uh yeah essentially uh First person I tattooed was Sonny, actually. Yeah, hell yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, um, I was been hanging out with Santana and learning from him, and uh, one day he was like, I think it's time for you to do your first tattoo, and uh, he was like, why don't you you know, go ahead and call up Sonny and see if he'll let you, and yeah, I'm always I'd only, I'd only met Sonny, like, I think, like, maybe once or twice prior to that, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had to pick him up, but nothing was going to stop me from tattooing, so I <laughs> drove out to Ingram and picked him up, and we went back to uh, the shop, and I did this uh, little traditional dagger on his leg he did pretty good too man for his first one i was surprised yeah i know honestly it was um i feel like it was actually better than some of the ones i did after it but (laughs) (laughs) i was pretty proud that my first tattoo came out well mike oh no go ahead please i was just gonna say i mean we've also like worked on it since then and like touched it up and some stuff uh zach's done quite a few on me actually man yeah that's good isn't that isn't that how you got into radio you submerge yourself into the world that's right. Yeah, you just keep showing up, and yeah. you don't you, persistence. Persistence pays, man. That's what yeah. this dude always told me when I worked carpentry, man. Just yeah. keep doing it, keep going, keep bugging them. You know, eventually they'll give. Eventually they're going to need you. Yeah. Well, and, I, I, and, yeah. They're, and they're going to say, "Hey, I, I need you. Well, can you step in and fill this role?" And then you just go in there and you just knock it out of the park. Yeah, I kept. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's what I kept you do. hitting up Santana yeah. for a long time, man. I, uh, I wound up. Uh, I was kind of going down the wrong road in life a little bit. I mean, I wasn't getting way off, but. Uh, I had some trouble, man, and, and I was kind of in a dark spot. And uh, I would always hit him up, though, because I knew him from him tattooing on me, and I'd show him my tattoos. You know, I'm like, I'm good enough to work at your shop yet, bro. Am I good enough yet? Am I good enough yet? You know, and he'd always give me advice, and he's like, I'm not looking for apprentices and stuff. And one day I was hanging out, and uh, he sent me a message. And um, I didn't read it at first because I thought it was like a chain message, like one of those, you know, send to 10 people who have good luck or something. Yeah. And I just ignored it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, maybe I better read that. And so I read it, and it was a long paragraph about – how a lot of people want to work with him and have asked him and out of everybody he chooses me and eric and zach and because he sees we want to learn and stuff and we're teachable and we love what we do and uh he wanted us to all meet up and talk about it and get started and then uh it went on from there man i was at my buddy's house i went outside and told everybody they're like yeah you deserve that's it, bro. awesome yeah. yeah that's how yeah. you get the girl you know yeah. also you yeah. just you just keep keep showing up keep yeah. showing up keep, keep showing you up. care keep trying that's awesome man <laughs> yeah. um and, and on persistence, uh, you can be you can have an IQ of uh, 165 and not have persistence and never get anywhere in life. No. Never get off your couch. Or you can have an IQ of 40 and have lots of persistence and literally, like, take over the world. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Absolutely. It's all about persistence. For sure. Uh, persistence is, is everything. You can, you can have – you can be the most talented person in the world – but it, it goes back to the old theme park in the woods. If you build a theme park in the woods and you don't advertise that theme park, it can be the best theme park in the world. But if nobody knows about the theme Nobody's park, gonna show up. they ain't going. That's a they wonderful yeah. analogy. Yeah. They are not going to the theme park. You have to be persistent. You have to get that theme park out to people so they know about the theme park. Yeah. And then once the people know about the theme park and you do it with persistence, and it's persistence showing up places. It's persistence in advertising. It's no. persistence in getting your message out to people so they know about it. Persistence is what pays. Yes, Absolutely. For sure. I agree yeah. with that. 
That's how I that's how I already I saw your card and the reason I called you was because I've seen you on Facebook over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah, I said, I'm you always know what? blasting my stuff I'm on Facebook, man. Absolutely. I'm proud of my work, man. Gotta good, be. Yeah. Good, because that's what happens. Just yeah. just like Mike said, persistence, repetition. And a lot of people come people to get tattoos it. for the experience also, because you'd be so you think everybody's tattooed nowadays. That ain't true, man. There, I get so many people coming in. It's their first tattoo. If you think about it, yeah. Everybody, as soon as they turn 18, they want to get a tattoo. You yeah. know what I mean? So. There's all kinds of people turning 18. They come in, you know, and I can I can spot them immediately when they come in and it's their first tattoo, you know. I go back, take their ID, and I look at them and I say, your first tattoo? They're like, yeah, you know. I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, and so they, yeah. they love the experience, and you show them a good experience, man. And, and they'll come back just for that experience because they like you as an individual and who you are and just just uh chilling with you basically you know what i mean yeah yeah and people do business with people that they know like and trust yes, yes. exactly they do yeah. and if you keep be and even before they're they're a customer if you keep getting in front of them over and over and over and they know that after a while they they become familiar with you and they know like and trust you yes guess who they're going to for the business yep they're Absolutely. going to, exactly. they're going to you yep. yeah and then and then they come in, you, you you treat them good, they leave happy. Guess who are they coming back next time? Yeah, they're coming back to you. It's all about yeah. getting in front of them and then delivering and doing a good job. That's once exactly they, right. Once, yeah. they, once they buy, you know. Yeah, absolutely. What percentage of y'all's customers do you think are walk-ins, and then what percentage are people who already know you and are comfortable with? I you? would say five to ten percent are walk-ins. Everybody else comes in on appointment that knows me that either I've tattooed on for the last three 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 and a half years or whatever it's been that's or, a good question john or or, Thanks, man. or they uh or they came in as a walk-in and i tattooed on them and then they just keep coming back so it shows you how important it is to have quality work and, and yes you know sometimes people get the sale and that's it they yeah. don't they don't follow up they you know it's like oh i made the sale that person's done in my book, you know? Yeah. But for y'all, the majority of your sales are people who trust in you and that's right. Yeah. Already know you. And they well, like you. Yeah. Man. The work also will speak for itself Yeah. for better and worse. Yeah. Because if you give someone an amazing tattoo, they're going to go tell everyone who yeah. did it, you know, and yeah. where they had this great experience. But at the same time, if you give a bad tattoo, they're still going to go and tell everyone where they got that wow. done. And yeah. what we're talking about here can literally be applied to every single business out there. That's yeah. Every true. single business. Yeah. So true. That's yeah. why I try to diversify our our guests, you know, because... Yeah. The same thing, marketing and, and customer experience and getting your name out there. It all applies to every single business, whether it's big or small. And, and I never really uh, marketed a whole lot when I did framing and remodeling because uh, everybody knows my dad. My dad's built houses in Kerrville for 40 years, you know, and uh, I'm not trying to brag either just because my dad, but he's like the, one of the best carpenters I know. And... Um, so I didn't have to advertise much because it was all word of mouth and everybody here, Shady Baker, son, Sonny Baker. Oh, he's got to be a good carpenter if his, that's his dad. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? So yeah. they'd give me the job. That legacy. And, yeah. uh, but tattooing, I've really learned to uh, advertise a lot and market and marketing techniques. And Santana's really good at that. So is LJ. LJ would always do things at his shop, though barbecues, you know, uh, fires. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. different. Light yeah, himself light himself on fire. On fire. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. He he's crazy. Fire. He did yeah. that one time. Yeah, I was kind of scared <laughs> for him that day, buddy. It was. Just, it's called. The, it was called the Redneck Ring of Fire, and oh he knows these stunt artists from California, and they came down and uh, they doused him in gasoline in a in a firefighter outfit with a helmet on. 
I mean, like doused him and then lit him on fire. And then he walked and like danced a little bit. And then like they told him what, like drew a line where he needed to get down and then sprayed him out. It was controlled or. Yeah. The fire department was there for sure. But LJ is also a fire fire, uh, a volunteer fire fire. So he ain't scared of a fire. That was so wild. I can tell he's a little worried that day though about a look in his eye for real though. I was worried for him. But that that kind of stuff works. Those those kinds of stunts. Yeah. They work. If you want to get. Look, if you want to look, we, we are in a a society now that we literally have a nine second attention span. It used to be like yeah. 18 minutes, like 15 years ago. We have a nine second attention because of your phone. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that's that's true data. We have yeah. a nine second attention span. I believe so in order to get in front of all those other people that their people are focused on and hold their attention for more than nine seconds. You have to be able to do something that is going to really get their attention and hold their attention span more than nine seconds. For sure. And yeah. if, you, if you do things that people talk about, you know, the Riverwalk. What's one of the most famous things to happen in the Riverwalk in the past 10, 15 years? Uh, Selena. No, that was like 20-something years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. Steve-O from Jackass jumped oh, into the Riverwalk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he sure did, didn't he? Yeah. Here, here it is. Ten years later, we're still talking about it. <laughs> yep, <laughs> you know the crazy stuff. What people talk about gets That's what people's remember. attention. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. and and it could be a uh, it could end up being a bad thing. It could end up costing you money, but it could end up getting. Yeah, you know, we, a lot we'd more. even do a dam sliding competitions at LJ's, yeah. and whoever won would get like a two hundred dollars tattoo and stuff. We'd pass out waiver forms in case somebody got hurt, and then yeah. I'd be the judge. It was it was pretty fun actually, <laughs> dude. But then it turns into something where it's not only you're not, you're not just pushing your message out to people, but you're doing fun things. And yes. people yeah, are involved sure, in it, yeah. and, and people remember that kind of thing. Yeah. And when it's time for that person to get a tattoo, who are they going to? Yeah. They're yeah. going to where they had the fun at. They're going to the people that they know, like, and trust. Yeah. Yes. You're right. Absolutely. For sure. Sorry, I, I don't mean to keep taking over. But, no, you're good, but man. It, it's, it's really cool how, you know, we have... We, we can have a banker on or an insurance salesman or tattoos, and it's all the same formula. Isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. It's all the same formula. It's amazing. Like in all these different yeah. businesses. It's amazing, really. That That's that's the epiphany I had like 10 minutes ago when I said, wow, it's the same thing, but just just different um, different careers. Services. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised on how far I've came in. I look back. And every time I do a really good tattoo, I'm like, wow, you know, like, I can't believe that I'm doing this with my life because it's like, I love to do it every day. I don't even feel like I'm at work, honestly, because I love doing tattoos so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it's just an awesome feeling, man. And just looking back on all the things that I had to go through to get where I'm at and stuff. And, uh, you know, I sacrificed a lot, man. I had two mentors, LJ and Santana, which they were nice enough. I'm, I've been a single dad, you know, for a long time and. They're always nice enough to let me take my kids up there. A lot of kids ain't uh, welcome in tattoo shops, you know. But uh, when I have to, I can bring them up there, and um, my kids know the rules of the tattoo shop. That's for sure. So that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty awesome that they allow that and stuff. It's Single really dads nice don't get enough it? credit, man. Yeah, hell yeah. But um, no. One thing I was gonna ask both of y'all was um, I was gonna ask about sentimental tattoos, mm-hmm. and when you, have y'all ever seen somebody's life change before you through a tattoo for sure for somebody who passed away or- yeah. yeah yeah for sure i've done a lot of memorial tattoos and it is really sentimental for sure and uh it feels good after you do it and they're real proud of it and they love it you know they usually give you a hug and tell you you know 
thank you so much, you know, and then you got a customer for life. And they're like every tattoo you, the crazy thing is every tattoo you do on somebody, they're going to remember you for the rest of their life because you did that tattoo on them. They're never going to forget who did that tattoo. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's a, a piece crazy of factor. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Now, yeah, me you, and Zach give a piece of ourselves to everybody we tattoo. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Have, have you guys ever had to fix somebody's screwed up tattoo? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. I saw that, yeah. that cover up on the hand you'd recently. Y'all yeah. recently, who did it? Was it you, Zach? No, it, yeah, I did that the, was the rose. Yeah, yeah, I did the yeah. rose. It yeah. was really nice, Mike. His whole hand was all like scratched up, or what was it? Had it? an anarchy sign or something like that. It was an old tattoo, and then he had a name also above it, and uh, he wanted to get rid of them. So I did the rose one day and uh, finished it, and then the next day we did addition with another three roses, and then family negative shaded on top of that and stuff it was pretty dope yeah i like that tattoo it was good. that's yeah. awesome yeah. yeah so if you're looking for a cover-up yeah we specialize get, in yeah. cover-ups definitely and, yeah. f- and fixer-ups and uh, we do all kinds of work man we basically do every aspect of tattooing honestly at that shop and uh we got three artists there you got the owner santana me and zach and uh we all do color we all do black and gray we do realism uh i love doing polynesian tribal zach's done some tribal yeah and, I like uh, tribal. yeah i love drawing on polynesian tribal i actually drew on both polynesian tribal on my legs and zach's lined one we got to finish it and then i lined the other one and i filled it all in i'm almost done with it and stuff so man that creates a bond huh yeah oh, heck, for sure. yeah for sure yeah definitely yeah, yeah. a um, different level of friendship that's for sure and trust you know well and a lot of people always ask usually while getting tattooed they're like do you and Sonny just like tattoo on each other? And you oh, know, yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, trade out sure. work all the like, time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time Zach wants something, he comes shows me, and then yeah. I'll show him something I want, and then we'll trade out work. You know, just to yeah. that's cool, just to get tatted up. Yeah. Where do you guys? Uh, what do you want your legacy to be? I want my legacy, honestly, to be my kids, man. I want them to look back and, and see all the things I've done. I want something to be able to give them, and. uh, Honestly, like I made a lot of money doing framing, but I I make more money doing tattoos. And also I feel like I'm making a bigger impact on the world doing tattoos. And, you know, we got rules to go by at the shop of things we can and can't tattoo. And I want to be known uh, for tattooing, you know, good art, you know, on people and, and, and positive things. You know what I mean? Stuff like that for sure. Yeah. Zach? Um, you know, my answer for that could change all the time. Personally, I think it kind of comes back to um, uh, the sentimental aspect that you were talking about, because some tattoos I've done are sentimental to me as the artist, you know, and when I think of my legacy, uh, I think tattooing is a really good way to just, I mean, yeah, like it makes people happy, you know, when you give someone that uh, sentimental tattoo makes them feel good about yeah, and you see them walk to the mirror and take a look at what you've just given them and you just see that yeah you see their eyes light up you just see that look of happiness come over them and that's just a really satisfying feeling and to know that you can give that to people every day almost regardless of the size of the tattoo or what the design is like every design means something to the person getting it and And to the artist like you said yeah and sometimes to the artist as well like when i was starting out i did a lot of tattoos on my brother actually and even my own mom and you know i had family members who were there who knew Okay, you know, it's not going to be, you know, maybe the Santana level tattoo, but I have to start somewhere. So they were willing yeah, to, yeah, you, you know, do. give me that part it's of sentimental because bo- yeah. they love you. Yeah. Exactly. So I look at some of these tattoos already. And whereas, you know, 
you'd think maybe I'd look at it and be like, oh, you know, I could have done that so much better or, you know, it, you know, it doesn't look uh, like the level of skill I'm at now. It doesn't bother me because I just see it. And I'm like, you know, you let me do that. Like, you know, you had trust in me. You had faith in me. You know, you knew that it might not have been the greatest tattoo in the world. But, they, you know, they sacrificed their body for the greater good. Yeah. Man. You know, you sacrifice that yeah. part of your skin. So it's like I can't look at that tattoo and be like, oh, I, you know, I would have just done it so much better now, even if that's true. I just look at it and I'm like, wow, like there's, you know, like my evolution, my growth. And yeah, the know? good thing about tattoos, too, is you can always come back and fix them later on down the line when you get better. You know, my buddy Lance Jeffers, he's been there since uh, day one and he's got all my work from the very beginning till now. You know, I did a portrait of Sitting Bull on him the other day and it's. My first portrait is the best portrait. Like I love to do. I, I couldn't that. believe I did really it when good. I got done. Right, I saw that one too. And uh, that's what I told him. I got to say, you deserve that, bro. After all the tattoos you've done, like you got every, every the evolution of my tattoos on you, bro. And uh, you know, like you deserve it. You know, and I gave it to him for free just to give it to him because you know he supports me and I support him and he loves me and he's my friend. You know, and and uh, that's why I told him. You know, you uh, I wouldn't be as good as I am if it wasn't for you. You know what I mean? For sacrificing for me to make me good because you love me you know what i mean man that's what's up um one thing before i before i forget i saw your card and i you know i didn't invite santana and i want him to know that um that y'all are representing him and his shop for sure so well yeah i was gonna say that too yeah yeah Yeah. santana's a very very busy guy too man he uh he's constantly booked if you want a tattoo from santana you know you gotta make an appointment for sure you know and uh, he's a really good artist, and he's taught me and Zach a bunch. Yeah, really caring guy, uh, very good teacher. Yeah, and uh, the dude knows a lot about life and about business and stuff. He's an awesome person. He's younger than I am, way younger than I am, and I look up to the dude. You know what I mean? Constantly well, asking for advice. He's younger than me too, only by two months, but he is the youngest out of the three of us. Yeah, pretty wild, right? It really is. But he is uh, for as busy as he is. The fact that you know. He can be that booked up for a full day, but still take the time to come and like, you know, guide us along the way if we need help with anything or if we have a question or just to show us like, you know, the better way of going about something like there's never a stupid question with Santana. Yeah. You know, just the fact that he still makes that time for, you know, not only one of us, but both of us. I I, that's just pretty impressive. It's it's very impressive. And, you know, we just appreciate that so greatly. Thanks, Santana, for putting up with me and Zach's bullshit all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Now, you guys also, do you guys do piercings? No, we actually don't do piercings at the moment. I think maybe one of these days we will. We get a lot of people coming in. Focused on tattoos. That's That's awesome. That's awesome. It it is. It really is, Mike. Because it kind of laser focuses exactly what you, you know, a a jack of all trades is a master of none. That's right. You know, and if you get, if you do too many things and you have too many different services, there's also a reason why restaurants, the most successful restaurants only have a few things on the menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's because point. they can make those the best and they can make those the most efficient, efficiently also. Oh, yeah. You don't have all that extra crap that you have to deal with. You're, you're, yeah. ser- you're serving what you're good at, what you're providing. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's so. great. Mike, before this, before this podcast, I don't know about you, but, you know, I, I thought a tattoo shop, you know, just eh, go in there, you know, you know, grungy guys working on, you know, spilling ink everywhere but now i i see that there's a there's a whole process there's a budget there's a management system there's yeah. a there's a it's a business internship yeah. like you you actually have it's yeah. a straight up business like everybody we've had in here and yeah I, I, there's yeah. been countless people i've known over the years that they've all wanted to get into tattooing 
but they haven't been able to follow through on their on their dream of tattooing. Yeah. And I've known some because, people like that too that are really yeah. good tattoo artists for sure. Yeah. And it's just all about persistence, like you said, man, and not giving up no matter what happens, no matter, you know, what yeah. you go through. You just got to keep going and wake up every morning and just keep doing it, which for me, it isn't hard to wake up and tattoo every morning because I love what I do. Looking back five years ago to now, what's the difference? I would have never thought I would be a tattoo artist five years ago. And for for it to transition in three years and I'm already where I'm at, um, it blows my mind, honestly. And I just remember LJ always telling me when I first started, uh, you know, just keep going. Uh, when you get past all this, like it's going to be so worth it, Sonny, and you'll see that, you know what I mean? And and I just kept keeping that in my head. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. And, uh, you know, there's many nights that I, you know, had to stay at the shop till, you know, midnight with my kids and stuff and just, you know, putting in the work, putting in the hours and stuff. And uh, and it was hard at the moment. And I went through a lot of things, you know, didn't get to spend a lot of time with my kids. But now I uh, get to make my own hours. I get to spend more time with my kids than I ever have. Even framing, even though I own my own business, I still didn't get to uh, spend very much time with it because framing is so hands-on all is, the time yeah. it's every day you gotta work. watch your guys all the time yeah. make sure they're working make sure you know and then you always got to deal with the customer and stuff and it's just uh it's a lot less stress on your mind your body and you get to spend more time with your family and that's what i love about it too you know that's awesome yeah all right john you got any more questions yeah my last question is what's the biggest myth zach and sonny that many people have misconceptions about tattoo and tattoo artist and the whole industry Ooh, i mean there are a lot of misconceptions i think yeah i feel the same way um you know art is art and uh, what i don't like is when people dog each other people's like dog other people's art especially when they're learning like me and zach were on these uh tattoo pages on facebook and i don't even post to them because people just constantly it could be a immaculate beautiful tattoo and they just dog the shit out of it and it's just like you just don't dog other people's work. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what they've been through. And everybody starts somewhere. Nobody just woke up one day and was just a badass tattoo artist. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody's yes. got those tattoos. And um, I think that uh, I think that that's wrong, you know? And it's a misconception to be judging people, honestly. Uh, because tattoo, tattoo industry, it's really competitive, believe it or not, man. Like, there's always a, co- a little competition going on in the shop between us, even though we're all friends. You know what I mean? That bad yeah. But it also motivates us because I'll do a badass tattoo, and then Zach will be like, damn, all right, yeah, let me go do one now. Yeah, you know, yeah, what you know I mean? I'll see it, and I'll be <laughs> yeah. like, you know, not yeah. jealous or anything, yeah. but then I'm gotta like, okay, up, I yeah. definitely got to step yeah. it up with the next one. You yeah. know, it just keeps Good. us on our toes and keeps us building. And even Santana, you know what I mean? Like, I just constantly I try to make mine look just as badass as his. You know what I mean? Every time. You know, You're like, oh, they're catching up. Watch them on yeah. the <laughs> That's LJ always used to tell me you need to be my parrot, right? You need to be right on my shoulder all the time watching me. Watch what I'm doing, you know, this and that. And uh, so I was LJ's parrot and I'm Santana's hawk because I watch him like a hawk, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, that's going to go ahead and wrap up episode okay. 18 of the Kerrville Small Business Network podcast. How can people get a hold of you guys? Uh, you can get a hold of me on Facebook at Sonny Baker, the Tattoo Maker. Or uh, you can look at my page and my number's on there. My number's 830-890-0417. And uh, I usually message people back pretty quick and uh, stuff. So that's probably the easiest way to message me. Or you can always come by the shop at 508 Jefferson Street, uh, Kerrville, Texas. It's right next to Salvation Army behind the uh, uh, newly built HEB. 
All right, and Zach Bliss. Yeah, um, pretty much all the same goes for me. You can find me at 508 Jefferson Street. I'll pretty much always be there with Sonny. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram. I go by my studio name, Zach Blitz, on those uh, websites. Um, so your real name is Zach, Zach Bliss. Yes. But you go by Zach Blitz. Yes, okay. sir. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I put all my work on there. Uh, you can see all the styles that I'm uh, proficient in currently. And you can also call me at my number, which is 830 uh, 830- Eight nine zero three four five seven. All right, uh, that's going to go ahead and wrap up episode eighteen. Who do we have on the next one, John? We have um, first choice. First choice reproductive health is yes. going to be on the next one, so uh, that'll be later this week. So uh, thank you everybody out there that listens to the podcast. Make sure you share this with everybody. Again, you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and at Curvell Network dot com as well and big shout out to jam broadcasting for letting us do this podcast in the mike fm studio here at jam broadcasting now twice a week we were doing it once a week now we've uh doubled up we're doing it twice a week and just trying to get as many of these done as possible because we want to get our business owners in the community out there you know we were doing this once a week for a little while we were doing it once a month yeah we're booked now man yeah now we're booked out solid twice a week for the next i don't know how many weeks and if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, we want the community to, to be able to get to know you. It's important. So it's make good sure advertisement you, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you book a slot on the podcast with us. And there's a link right at the top of curvelnetwork.com where you can do that. So until next time, it's the Curvel Small Business Network podcast. Have a great one.